Okay, so welcome back, um, and Shalom Aleichem to the new people who've joined us. Today's daf is daf Chaf Gimel, and just a reminder of sort of the, the ground rules. We basically um, learn the Yerushalmi according to the opinion of Reb Chaim. Okay, as well, as we learn Yerushalmi, the gears has changed. The, there's different ways of reading the Gemara, different, very different ways of explaining the Gemara, and to simplify and keep the Shira short and sharp, we basically most of the time keep like Reb Chaim. And sometimes, if uh, we, I sort of give you a bit of a survey of other opinions as well. Okay, let's begin. So now up to Halacha Gimel. This is uh, in Daf Chav uh, Gimel. So it begins as follows. Marim Amasasheni. So we've seen here, there's someone's point Amasasheni. He redeems it, meaning he has his second tithe. And normally you have to take that to Shalayim. However, what you can do, if it's the Torah says it's too much to carry, you can transfer that Kedusha onto money. Take that money to your Shalayim. Ideally, use that money to purchase a Korban Shlamim, but you can purchase other food and eat it there. However, when one does reduce that money, use that money to redeem it, they have to add what's called a chomesh, which is really 25% of the principal value. So they use more money to redeem it than the value of the item itself. And we've been discussing that. So what, however you can do, you can find ways, as we'll learn in a moment, of avoiding, that's the harama. Harama harama is like sort of trickery or type of thing, but you can use ways of avoiding adding that chomesh. So how's that so? So Ketzad, Adam, Omer Adam Lechavero, he can, the person can say to his friend, live not to his son of the Agdolim, meaning son or daughter who are already adults, to his servant or maid servant that is Jewish. Now, importantly, because they don't have what's called a Kinyan Guf on a Jewish servant or maid servant, all you have what's called is Kinyan Masi Adehan, basically. So in other words, they can acquire things for themselves. So in that situation, therefore, you can say, you can say, take this money, Therefore, the money is then theirs. Then, and then you say, and now you poder my master. So in other words, what you do is effectively give the money over to one of these people that can be kind of the money, and then they do the on for you on your produce. Now, the advantage of that is, is that if someone is poder somebody else's master, Shani, then they don't have to add chomesh, any more chomesh, okay? And that way you get out of it. So it's your money, but you gave it to somebody else and made it their money. That is the pinion, and then you avoided the master sheni. Aval, what you can't do, aval loyomar, you can't say to your lomar ken You can't do the same thing to your young children. So give the money to them. You can't give it to your servant or maid servant that's a knani, meaning a non-Jewish servant, because in that situation, Because if you give it to them, you're not actually giving it to somebody else. The money is still considered being in your possession. And therefore, it's, it's if you're part of your own master, Shani, and then you have to be more Sef Chomesh. Okay? Fine. Haya Omed Begoren. Let's say someone's at the threshing floor. And he has no money in his possession. What he can do is, Omer Lechaveroi can say to his friend, so he, can, he wants to get her around adding Chomesh. So he can say to his friend, I'm giving you all my produce, or the produce of master Shani, I should say. The Choser the Omer law, and then you then you say back to this friend, Harei Elam Chulalim, they are now redeemed on the money that I have at home. So therefore, what you're doing, you're using your money to redeem effectively somebody else's master sheni. So therefore, you don't have to add chomesh. So the difference between the two cases, in the first case in the Mishnah, we saw it was that he gave somebody else his money, and in the second case, he gave somebody else his produce. In both situations, the money and the produce were owned by two different people. That's, however, effectively circumvented the, their obligation to add Chomesh. Okay, 
Let's continue now with the Gemara. Rabbi Avun Amar it Paul Gun Rebelaza Rebiosi Barchanina. They both had a machloket in terms of you'll see in a moment the derivation when the Torah says Ki Barach Hashem Elokech Ba Masasheni. So let's have a look. Chad Amar, one of them said, Lama Ma'arimim Alav Mipnesha Katuv Bracha. Meaning, what? Why are we allowed to do this way of Harama? Normally, we try and say you're not allowed to try and find ways of getting out of chiyuvim uh, in mitzvahs. Or here, we're trying to avoid giving chomesh. So why? That's because mipnei shekatu bo bracha. Because the Torah says v'chi yarbevim chahaderech, amim chahaderech kilotach alseito, etc., etc. And at the end of it, pasayim pasuk says ki barach Hashem alokecha. Now, understanding is what's the bracha shabo? The bracha shabo is that you're able to circumvent this requirement of of adding chomesh. That's where Ari Rav Chaim says, Ki brach shem lakecha, ma'u bracha shebo, shechol yepater mena chomesh, al-yidei harama. Interestingly here, just the, um, uh, the Rosh Cerulio says, ki shabaha bracha, when you have bracha, yesh zol, there's some sort of reduction in prices, things are cheaper, if you like. So therefore, that's what, it, that's, they understand that that's the, the heter, the license in the Torah to use harama to circumvent the requirement of adding chomesh, based on that pasuk. However, Vacharana, what's the machlok that we just mentioned? Vacharana Amada, the Shita says, no, I learned something else. And that is Lama Podim or If you recall, we said when you put a Masashini, how do we work out the value of it? The simple understanding of the Mishnah was that we use the what's called the wholesale price. And we but we also saw that, that when the Quintir Shalni is previously that we also look at how much you'd be able to sell it in a situation where it's um he's desperate to sell it. Remember, the person came in out of Shabbos and he's just like, get out of me. Leave me here. I just I'll take the money and run type of thing where we was pressed for time. But what gives us a license to say you can use that value? Once again, he understands that's what the Pasuk teaches us. Okay. Now the Gemara asks as follows. Manan Kayimin. What, how are we using this Harama? If he's just saying, here, here's the money and put it for me, then it's his, it's still the owner's money and produce. And it's a shluchahu. He's just being his shaliach. So that you're not circumventing the chiyuv, you'd have to add chomesh. If he gives both the money and the master sheni to this third party, we say, then shalohem, both the money and the, and, and the master sheni belongs to the other person, and he'd have to add chomesh. You're not getting around the obligation of adding chomesh. Elekinan kayamin must be ba'amarlo pdeli mishalcha o pdelecha mishali. Like we basically said in the Mishnah, you're giving him only one, either the money or the produce. And in that situation, since he's, if you're Padeli Meshelcha, you put in my produce with your money, therefore it's owned by two different people. And then in that, in Vatanikin, we see clearly as well. If it's Padeli Meshelcha or Padelacha Misheli, or I want to put in your master Shani with my money, then it's Ainimul Sif Chomesh. Now the question is, where do you learn this from? How do we know that if you're not part of your own master sheni, you don't have to add chomesh? So therefore, Amar Biyochan. Biyochan says as follows: Kol master sheni she'eno hu upidyono mishelo eno mosif chomesh. That's Rabbi Yochan. Rabbi Yochan says that any time that the master sheni and the, and the what you're going to use to potter it is not belonging to you, then you don't have to add chomesh. So Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Boon b'shem Rabbi Chinin explains as follows: Tamad Rabbi Yochan. And the reason Rabbi Yochan is from the following pasuk. As it says, "V'im gaol yigale ish mimaasro chamishito Yosef alav." So it's got to be maasro, his maaser, and then all chamishito, meaning is adding chomesh from the kesef. The kesef also has to be his kesef as well. Kedeshu hu opidyano mishalo. That's when you have to add chomesh.
Okay, that is the first case in the Mishnah. It's very simple. We try to understand that in, in Yenab Harama, how it works and why a patur, because again, it has to be that both the money and the master chain is yours. And therefore, if you can engineer in a way that one belongs to somebody else, that's how you can circumvent the requirement of adding Chomesh. Okay, let's continue. Then the Gemara says, one of the, one of the people you can utilize in this Harama is Avdo Ushifchato Aivrim. Now, Eved Ivri makes sense. You can have an Eved Ivri over the age of Bar Mitzvah, but you've got a problem. How do you have a Jewish maidservant, Kohen Halacha? That is, the father can tell his daughter, who is a Ketana, to be a maidservant. Now, the problem is, as soon as she, ideally, the, the, the way it's structured is, because the Torah does this in order that eventually she'll end up marrying either the son of the, of the person sold to or the, or the person sold to herself. But the point is, if nothing happens until she becomes an adult now, meaning she becomes a gdola, so, so then she goes free. So how do you have a shifcha ivriya that can be zoche? Normally, how can a ktana acquire anything? So that's what the Gemara says, manan kami im gdola, if you're talking about shifcha, that's a gdola, we say zachat besimanim, she's already free. She can't be, as soon as she becomes a gdola. And im bektana, if you're dealing with a, or she's a ktana or katan, if you're dealing with a minor maidservant, zacha. How could she have a zuchia? Meaning the whole, the whole technique we're using is we're giving money over to a third party so that third party, the money belongs to them. But if you're using a shifra ketana, she's a ketana. She has no zuchia. So what's the case in the mission of a shifra ivri? So let's continue. Samar Rabbi Yudan, Rabbi Yudan, says the Kamei Rabbi Yudan, says Tiftar, Kamanda Amar Hakatan Torem. So it must, we can explain it like we learned back in Sech Trumot, according to the shifra that a katan can be Torem. Mina katan that reaches onat nedarim, I think that's really Huda, right? That once the katan reaches an age where they understand the concept of nedarim, they can do afrasha. Okay. So therefore, amar leva filu commander amar katan torem katan zacha. Okay. That makes sense in the world of trumot in terms of can what they say constitute a neder such that afrasha is significant. But it doesn't mean you can't say because they can do afrasha truma that they have a concept of zechia that they acquire things for themselves. And that's critical for this harama. So Gemara says, Al datin taman nicha. According to the Rabbah, of taman. Now, taman always said means, if we're, in, if we're in Eretz Israel, now taman means in Bavel. So according to the Rabbanan in Bavel, this would all make sense. However, the uh, taman amri, but, but according to Rabbanan here, it's not going to make sense. You'll see in a minute. De taman amri. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to share the screen because the flow of the sugya according to Rab Chaim at least, again, another Mepharshim explained it very differently, is we'll jump between Rabbanan Taman and Rabbanan Hacha. We'll go back and forwards, as you can see on this sheet. And it's important not to lose, uh, lose track of where we're going. So let's start with the Rabbanan Taman. So on the right hand, we're talking about Babel. On the left hand, we're talking about Eretz Israel. And it's very easy because east is Babel and west is Eretz Israel. Okay? That's how sort of remember where we are on the chart as we scroll down. So let's continue. The Gemara says, what do we learn there? Taman Amrin Beshem Rebbe Nachman Bar Yaakov. Koshon Imlo Egoz Umashlichot Sror Vehu Notlo. Anytime you give to a child a nut and he wants to a, a nut and he'll throw it away, but a rock he'll keep it, meaning he has no understanding of value whatsoever. Then Hamotzi Miyado Kumotzi Menamashpa. The child has no zechia whatsoever, and if someone takes something from his the child's hand that the child picked up, it's like he's picking it up from a makom hefker. There's no zechia whatsoever. If the child already can start differentiating between some sort of value, he'll keep the nut and throw away the stone. 
Then we say, We say that really, it doesn't have a zechiah, but nonetheless, it's affected if someone takes it from the child. If it's a gozvo who notlan umatzniam, if if you give a child an egoz and he hides it away and he can re- retrieve it again and present it, lacharzman, then we say gezel gamor, then it's a gezel gamor deoraita and zachalat at full stop. Now that's in, the first important thing to understand is it's gezel gamor, meaning coin to rabbanan to taman. A child, as soon as he can mavchin and matznia then it's already got a kinyan, despite the fact he is less than bar mitzvah. So therefore, our mission would be fine. Because we're talking about a shifcha ivri, and we're talking about a, that she's at the age where she's not only discerning, but she's also matzniya and uh, mevia. Okay? So that's like in Abiktana. That's how in our mission we're talking about that type of shifcha, and you're giving that shifcha the money in order to, that the money becomes hers, and then she's part of the your master sheni, and you get around the requirement of adding chomesh. Okay? However, what we say at a katan or katana at that age, what she acquires is considered kinyan for herself. That's important. She can't be mezaket for somebody else. Meaning, like this is one of the problems on Shabbos. You want to go to someone's house on Shabbos and bring them a, a present. But you can't give presents on Shabbos. So you, give your pre- you say to someone else before Shabbos, I'd like you to acquire this for the person I'm going to on Shabbos. Right? They do a kinyan, they coin it for somebody else. And then when you go on Shabbos, you can bring the present. Right? That type of thing. Um, so it's not you, there's no kinyan acquiring happening on Shabbos. So a katan could that type of katan could zochef for themselves, but not lacherim. Rav Huna b'shem b'shem Amar k'shem shuhu zochel atzmo kachu zochel lacherim. So Rav Huna disagrees. Then it continues. Hakol modim everyone agrees she'ein matnato matana. But however, a matana the katan doesn't have isn't considered a matana. Why? Because it's dichtiv ki ten ish. Meaning, in Ishla Reihu, the, the, the Pasuk is talking about Kesav Akel Nishmor. So, therefore, in other words, he understands because it says Ish, meaning Ish Matana Vein Kata Matana. In other words, they have Zechir Atzmam, they can Mezakele Echerim, and also the, the Matana of Katan is not considered Matana. Okay? That's apparently what, that's the Rabbanan, the Taman, the Rabbanan of Babel, and that's what we have to say there. And that's how the Mishnah would make sense according to them. What about Divrei Chachamim? According to Reb Chaim, says, what about the Chachamim, in other words, here in Eretz Israel says Rabbi Yehuda ben Pazi b'shem Rabbi Yochanan said Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha b'shem Rabbi Yochanan said Lo Lam ain Zaylo Gezel Gamur Ad Shiavish Teisarot. The Gezel is not considered Gezel, meaning if you take something from a Katan, even if they're uh, even if they take a, a nut and store away and retrieve it, it's not considered considered there's the writer Ad Shiavish Teisarot. So in other words, the Rabbanan of of Hacha, meaning in the in, in Yerushalmi of Eretz Israel, they hold that a katan doesn't have a kinyan until they're they are in a bat mitzvah, bar bat mitzvah. What's important then is we've got a kasha with our Mishnah, right? Because our Mishnah says you can give the master sheni money to shivchato ivrim, and that would be a way around it. But how do we have a shivchato ivri that you can have a zechia? Because we said a katan only has zechia when they reach shteisarot. And for Ama Ivriya, as soon as she produces stage Sarot, she's freed. So back to our question. That's why it makes sense for Rabbanan Dahatam, but not Rabbanan Dahach. Okay. So let's continue. Rabbal Vishlem Rabbi Yochanan says, Hada Tatema. Now, that, so now what the, according to Rabbi Chaim is, we're going back to Rabbanan Dahatam. So we're going on a chart back to the right hand side. It says, Rabbi Abal Vishlem Rabbi Yochanan, Hada Tatema Lotzimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
when we're talking about a katan having zechia, lotzimamenu bedin means that it's if someone takes from them a katan who who's at that age, what we said, is able to not only discern but also matzinia, that a katan can have a kinyan once they reach that under, level of understanding. Then we said that that's only lotzimamenu mean If someone took it from that child, we'd say koda and say you've got to give it back. Okay, avalavi korban shvua. So that's someone who shua pikadon meaning he stole from someone or, and, and he denied it had been in his possession made a shvua and then admitted the person won't be chayiv to the to the katan if he had his possession that property of the katan. Meaning, means I is denying he has in possession something that belongs to his amito, meaning someone who is also a gadol. So, therefore, just to explain this qualification in the shita of the Rabbanan of the Taman, of the Rabbanan of Babel, is that while it's true they maintain that a katan could have. At a particular age, actual property, actual property. So, someone took from them, like it would be considered stealing. Nonetheless, if they had something cut in their possession, that the nine having in the possession made a shvura regarding it, they wouldn't have to bring a korban because a korban or shvat pikadon is only, as we said, lamito. Okay. Now, changing a few words, chavraya b'shem. This is now kasha. So you can see on the chart, I've taken out, uh, taken out the words bram bram karabana dahacha. And we're going to bring that back in in a moment. But let's just go continue. It says, Chavraya said, B'Shem Rebbe Yossi. Now, to appreciate, we've just said that a katan can zochel atzmol. However, ain't matnam no matana. Okay, that's what the Rabbanan of Babel said. So they can have it acquired, but their matana is not considered a matana. Why? And now he says, well, if that's the case, if, if, if that's more, then he shouldn't be able to acquire for himself. Because again, we'll see from this pasuk, this dichtiv, it says, uh, just the whole, I'll give you the whole pasuk, meaning, so it seems to be that if you can't give a matana, you can't receive a matana. Because it says, so that means if you can't, since a katan can't give a matana, then it must be that he can't receive it. There's no zechia. So that's according to Rabbi Chaim, that's less than a kasha rabbanan taman. They differentiate whether his matana is a matana. They say he's not because the rabbanan there in Babel says the matana is not a matana, but he has a zechia. Meaning, if he's given something, he's considered a king, and if he's at the right age. However, the kasha the Rishami brings now that on on their position is that that they seem to have according to pasuk seem to go hand in hand. If you don't have one, you don't have the other. Okay. Let's now go continue back. Now the Gemara says, Bram, Karaban, and Hachel. If we go back on our chart, we're back on the left-hand side. So how, do, how are we going to explain the Mishnah? How's the, the, the Chachamim very still going to explain the Mishnah? There seems to be that you can utilize a, a Ma'ivriya, meaning a, 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 a Jewish maidservant, to use this, give her money, so it's her money, and therefore circumvent the requirement of Ani Chomesh. How does that work? Because we said that she only has a Din Zechia after she's already aged, where she'd be free. So the Gemara says now, Rabbi Yossi Barbun b'shem Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yitzchak says patala b'shitat. Uh, it says a piotot here, but it's a puutot. 
according to the shita of pu'utot. Now, what's pu'utot? It says that Tanina Taman we learn elsewhere. Um, a pu'utot mekhan mekhamu mekaram mekhar b'metaltalim. Now, here it seems to be the Pneumosh explains that the chachim metakin that a pu'utot. What's a pu'utot? Pu'utot are children that already are quite advanced in the understandings of commerce, and they understand mekacha mekha mekachu memka. All right, that could be already from age seven or eight. But it's your deabativ masao matam. In that situation, I'll read the Pneumosh now. It says. That Chachamim um, Matakin, Kidei Chayav, for their own livelihood, that they would be considered their Mekach is Mekach, Mekach, that their transactions have weight. Okay? So, in other words, despite the fact we have all these classifications of if a Tsror and a Egoz, whether they discern between them or store them away, Yerushalmi Rabbanan of, of, of Hacha, of Red Stroll, don't agree with that distinction. However, they do agree that if you've got a particular child who is already advanced in the understandings of Mekachomemkar, that their Mekachomemkar would be considered, they, they would have a scale of a kinyan. So therefore, how we understand a Mishnah, a Mishnah must be then that the Amaibriya is already quite advanced in understanding and, and understands can be Masa, Matan, and things like that. Okay, uh, now the Gemara asks a question. Now, importantly, we're going back to ask a question on Rabbanan of Taman of Babel. Okay, and this is Vataninan, but one second. So Al Enumizake Loyali de Beno Bitoaktani, Veloyale Abdobishikvatuaknani. So just to explain what does this mean, this is talking about this is the Mishnah in Eruvin. It says Keitza Mishtatim Bavoy. So a shit of Mavoy is much like Arab Khatzer. Most of what we do nowadays in Eruv is pretty much a shit of Mavoy. Okay, now what that is is since a Mavoy is alleyway is a shared area, and it's very similar to Shusarabim, Khachan will concern people if we allow people to carry there, they'll think, what's the difference of carrying an alleyway on carrying Shusarabim? So therefore, they said, you can't carry in a Mavoy, this dead-end alleyway, on which is shared by multiple Chatzairot, unless, of course, unless that you first make a tikkun, some sort of a heker to, in the entrance of it, and everyone joins together with food in one of the Chatzairot, okay? So, so therefore, what one person can do, it says, you can put a chavit, a barrel, and that's what the people do in Eruvin nowadays. Or, oh, Rab goes and gets a box of matzahs or something like that. And he says, I'm, This is now, I make a kinyan that it belongs to everyone in the Mavoy. And that, and that combines everyone together. Now, importantly, it says here, You can't mezake by giving it to your own children. Now, the way Reb Chaim understands this um, as being a kasha is the issue is you'll give, it's because you're giving it to your own children. However, we'll get to that in a second. However, probably. However, what you can do, it sounds like that a katan can have a kinyan for themselves, meaning that could be, in other words, it's, the problem is your own children, but if you found other children that were, again, of the age of discerning between uh, nuts and, and stones, and they were also matzniotam, you could use other children. The issue is using your own children. Okay? So Rabban and Kisri, I mean, how, we, how, do we, how do we resolve that kasha? It says, Rabban and Kisri, Amri says, no, that's bekatan sheyesh bodat, kan bekatan she'en bodat. In other words, the, the issue there is in the case in Arubin, this seems to imply that a katan can have a zechia. That's referring once again to a big yala onat utot. Now, it's important that just to, I just want to go over this to make it clear because I don't think I'm clear enough. The kasha was is can you do a because the rabbanan of, of Bavel, if we recall, they said even though a katan 
And the case of an Eruv, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get this child to connect this and acquire it for other people. Okay? So it seems to suggest in this, uh, in, for this Mishnah that the only issue was because it was your own children. Because other children couldn't be Zakai Ali Achirim, which seemed to contradict, uh, it seemed to contradict what, uh, what the Rabbanim said. However, we see, well, the, the resolution is, is that no, when, can, when did the Chachamim of Babel say that a Katakin Mezakel for Achirim? That is when it is Samad Yeshbodat. What's Yeshbodat according to Reb Chaim? That's these special children that are Pu'utot. These are the special ch- um, these children that are, have an understanding of Masamata. Okay, let's continue. If someone wants to borrow a cow from somebody else, and I'll just show you the Mishnah here. Show that the from and it says, and continue reading the Gemara, and the Gemara says that the, and he sends it to the Shoel using his, either his child or somebody else, then we say that it is, um, the, the Shoel is not Chayev yet. However, if you have a look at the continuation of the mission, I've just quoted for you, if the Shoel says, send it to me, in other words, I'd like you to send it to me, by way of my my son, my Evan, my Shaliach, or Biyad by way of your son, your Evan, your Shaliach, etc., etc. And then something happens in the way, so then the then the Shoel, the borrower, is already considered chayva all uh, with any honest that happens. So what you see here is that the Mashil, under the instruction of the Shoel, can what he can mezakeret laacher. Meaning to the shoal al day through his own heaven. Okay? So it says, Hashoal, let's look at the Gemara. So we seem to suggest from that Mishnah, an Eved, and the question is here, it's an Eved Knani, can be Zoche Laacher. That's what it seems to be. In other words, he can acquire it for somebody else, because in this context, this person is giving it to their own Eved Knani, and at that moment, it's already considered the possession of the Shoal and the Shoal's Chai Bechol Onsin. Okay, that's what Gemara tried to derive. So Amar Abalaza, Abalaza says as follows: Tiftar be'eved ivri. So the understanding is, no, we're not talking about an eved knani. We're talking about an ivri, and an ivri, an eved ivri, like we've explained before, can be mezakeh to somebody else, can acquire it for somebody else. So Amar Rav Yochanan, a few tiftarein that you can even explain that Mishnah according to an eved knani. Why tiftar merlo patachla bi'bameleya? In other words, what you can have is, and important to understand this point is, a shoel can already be chayiv b'kol onsim. A shoel cannot be chayev in anything, in others take responsibility in anything that happens, even before acquiring the item itself. And that would be like, I'll read the Reb Chaim. It says, In other words, when he said, open the gate, please. And then, uh, then, then immediately it's considered as if he is mekabel reshot. To me, shot from that moment, he's already, already taken upon himself all responsibility. So too, when he said to this, the mashil, the person lending to him, send it by way of your Eved, we don't need that Eved to do a Kenyan for him. It's no different than saying, open up the gate, and the animal will come on its own to me. In that, we, just, in that, just like in that case, the shawl takes full responsibility from that moment, despite the fact that it's in the Kenyan, so we don't need the Eved to do a Kenyan. It's no different than saying, open up the gate. But Tani Kenneth says as follows, Karala, even if he simply calls out to the animal, whistles for the animal to come, no kinyan has happened already. Already the show, Obata Acharav, Nitchayev Lalashem Kashol, and it's already Chayev in all, all, all the onsi.
Okay, Rabbi Zeira Shamala Minhacha. Now, Rabbi Zeira, he tries to learn this very point that a Rebbechaim She'eved Engel Zecher Merabo, that an Eved cannot Zochef directly from his Rav for somebody else from a Mishnah. It says, Aval Enem Zecher Loyal Dei Beno Bito Akhtanim, Velo Agido Shivchato, Velo Agido. So, this is the Mishnah in Aruvin, the one up here. Okay, this is his Mishnah here, Ketem Shtafim Bavavoy. Knows you can't use your own Eved, your own Eved Knani to, to acquire these part, parts of the Erev for everybody in the, in the Rashut. Why Mipnesh Yadon Kiyada? Yadon Kiyada, sorry. So, late Hadaama, isn't this clear? Why? She'ain ha'Eved zacha mirabo la'acher. Then Eved can't acquire directly from his Rav in order to transfer its ownership to somebody else. So that's what it says, just suggest. So we say, no, Tiftar Karibi Meir. We can explain that that mission is a kundshit Reb Meir. Why did Rebbe Meir, what did he say? Reb Meir, Avid Yad Eved Kiyad Rabo. That we have a machlok in, in Kiddushin. This is as follows. The, the, the Mesech the Kiddushin, this is the third mission, it says, Eved Knani Nikne Bekesef Rishtar Bechazaka, Vokonetzmo Bekesef Al Yedei Acharim. In other words, how can Eved Knani become free? According to Rebbe Meir, the Rebbe Meir says it's only if someone else sort of pays his fee, lol, the price to free him. Have a Chachamim says, that no, he can even have his own money to free himself. How's that? That is because someone, there's, this is the Machlod bin Reb Meir Chachamim, can, someone can say, I'm giving you money, almanat, on condition that, um, that your rabbi has no chalak in it. There's a Machlod at whether that works. Going to Reb Meir, an Evekani doesn't have a Yad at all. So you can't do that. That's why in order to free this Evet, someone else is going to have to pay. The money can't come by the hands of the Evet itself. However, Chachamim says, no, a Eved can have a Zechiyah Mitzaratzmo if someone gives him, say, the money that Almanata, that his Adon doesn't have a Zechiyah in it. Okay? So therefore, that Mishneh Ruven that says, oh, you can't use your own Eved Knani to acquire the Eruv or the Shittu Mavoy for all the, bnei, all the people of the, of the, of the Chatzerot, of the Bnei Mavoy. That must be Shittu Rebbe Meir. That was, he's saying, well, I can explain that she to Rebbe Meir, that he simply, Eveknani doesn't have a zchia, doesn't have a yad to be cornered without his rav. So the Gemara says, you can't say that's Rebbe Meir. But Hatani Ishto, but he says, you can't use Ishto. If you look in the mission, in that, yeah, sorry, in the case of Ruben, it says, you can mezake al yede Ishto. Right here, in this case. And if it's Rebbe, Rebbe Meir, Sava Yad Isha Kiyad Bala. And Rebbe Meir is also of the opinion there that Isha is just like an Eved in this respect, let's be careful why I say this, that she doesn't have Yad Zchir without her husband. If that's the case, that Mishnah can't be, we're at the point, it must be, the can't be Rebbe Meir. And it must be like, we must say, come to the conclusion that that, that, that Mishnah must be Rabbanan. And read Rebbe Chaim, despite the fact and Eved can have a kinyan without his Rav. Okay, meaning, as we said, someone can give his money, Almanat, the Rav has no chelik in it. However, to acquire directly from his Rav to somebody, to, to Mezakeh to somebody else, that's Gara. That's worse. Kevan Shiadon Kiyadak, because he's Yad like the Yad of his, uh, of his Eved. However, but a woman is better than that than an Eved. In many more ways than one, the zechia nami mi ba'alav even from a, directly from a husband to mezakeh for somebody else. In other words, what, what the Gemara tried to prove at this stage, we'll see, we're going to reject it in a moment, is that an eved, while he can have a zechia according to chachamim, 
he can't mezake from his rav, so the rav can't give him something in order to acquire it to, to somebody else, like in the case of a rubin. However, I can bring you a different proof. It says, I can explain differently. It could be that maybe our mission is not like the Mishnah in like Ruvin, but rather that Isha Eno Podelo Masashen, the Yada Kiyado, that if he's going to pot his Masashen, he gives her the money, he'd have to add Chomesh. Similarly, Rabbi Shimon Malaza says, in other words, we can say, we can say the Mishnah different. Or similarly, uh, Rabbi Shimon Malaza says, oh, I can explain Rabbi Meir differently. He says it could be Rabbi Shimon Malaza or Mer Mishum Rabbi Meir, Ishto Podelo Masashen, Vadet Naya Rabbi to Rabbi Meir, to Avad Yad Ha'evet Kiyad Rabbo, Velo Yad Isha Kiyad Baala. In other words, we bought a whole kasha why I couldn't be mayor because it says when it came to Reuben, I can't mezaka ayade my my eved, but I can mezaka ayade my isha. So you could simply say that this is a different shita that understood like Reuben mayor. That is the difference between eved and isha. Okay, that by eved, eved doesn't have yad zchia bichla without the rab, whereas an isha does. Okay, let's just finish to the two dots and let's continue. Sorry, a bit longer than normal. Mishon ayu asimken. Um, in other words, what we've, we've used this whole way of getting out of adding Chomesh by doing Mazak Ali Acher, correct? So it says in the beginning, what would happen? They used to give money to their friends. What would happen? The friends would thank you for the money and they'd go out and do shopping. So the person tried to circumvent the requirement of adding Chomesh and end up losing up all his money. Hitkinu then they made a Tangashi or Sim. So therefore, they'd say, okay, the next step, which is, is they do Ali Pair, they give their friend all their produce. Nonetheless, it also appeared, the friend would take the, not much of a good friend, would take the fruit, fruit and disappear. So therefore, what they would do is, they'd do a Kenyan Al-Gav Karka for pair that in a different location, the Masashen that was very far away, and in that way, the person couldn't run off with the fruit, or the produce. And then that's the way they'd circumvent the whole requirements. But again, the easiest way is to money, but then because of concern, the so-called friend might run off with the cash, they did. They uh, end up doing it uh, eventually in a way that the friend couldn't run off with it. However, let's contrast this with the following. Rabbi Naya says Bar Salak legabe Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Naya had, wanted to also circumvent Chomesh, and he went to Rabbi Yochanan. I want you to redeem his money and then redeem my master Shani, so I can get around to doing Chomesh. He said to him, Listen. If realize, recognize that if you're giving me the money, I'm free to do whatever I like with it. I can go now and do my shopping with it. So he yeah, understood that. And then it continued. And after that, what happened, the way Rebbe Chaim explains it, he ended up giving the money back. So Rebbe Yonah gave the money back. And Rebbe Yonah explains. He says, the only reason I gave it back to you, because I knew that when you gave it to me, the money, you did it full-heartedly. Such as if I ran off the money, you wouldn't have said, uh, you wouldn't have, um, wouldn't have objected, you would have accepted it completely. In other words, only because it was mamasha matana, that's why I was willing to give the money back to you. And that's why, in, again, in, it's only in this context that we can say a person circumvents a requirement about in Chomesh. Okay, that's, uh, that's true. Today, Mr. will pick up tomorrow and halacha and halacha dalad. And again, I'm sorry about uh, the internet issues and all the things that broke up. All right, call to